I'm SP from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a show about the general Marvel comic universe, part of the Guinea Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other hilarious and fun geeky shows at guineageeknetwork.com. And welcome to Play Comics, the show where we look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. I'm Chris, and today I finally have both of the DC Super Sons with me, Dan and Jake. How are you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. I'm great. I don't think Jake and I have ever recorded something this early. Um, It's usually last minute at like 5 o'clock, and we're like, oh shit, we need to get this done. And then there was that one time where uh, we did four in a week and covered us for like three months yeah that was a good one and that's where we uh you know messed up uh, but we're here we're here peek behind the curtain for yep. everybody this ungodly early hour that we're recording is 11 a.m <laughs> which actually would be a horrible early hour if you were the subject of today's game who likes to stay out all night because he is a dummy Batman, because today we're looking at Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. I think he actually talks about that in the movie. He's like, oh, no, you should go to bed. You you have been out too long. Yeah, he doesn't have that uh, at the training to stay up so long. How, what is it? Batman sleeps an hour a night? Is uh, that what three it is? hours. Three hours, yeah. He's just trained his body to only survive off of that, and that's why he's so grumpy all the time. Just like Donald Trump. All right, bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> he said he doesn't like sleep. He only eats like McDonald's. Like what what else do you expect? He's not going to sleep, right? <laughs> He's like scoffing down like KFC all the time. Like just like with fork and knife. Something deeply <laughs> wrong. Fork and knife. Yep. Well, today I learned that my wife is on her right. way to being Batman because she also does not sleep. Yeah, I don't sleep much either, but like three hours is I cutting it close. See, I've actually done pretty well with three hours before. Yeah, I mean, when I've had to, but I like to sleep a little bit more than that. Hi, welcome to the sleep podcast where we talk about how much we sleep. So, Chris, uh, what is your familiarity with Batman Beyond? So I had never seen any of the Batman Beyond cartoon growing up at all, at all ever. Wow. What did you watch? I don't know. Because I also hadn't watched Batman the Animated Series. I hadn't watched the Superman series, anything. So I am just hey. a giantly sheltered child. I don't know. What what did you watch when you were a kid? Like what was like what was on TV? Like PBS? Were you a big Arthur guy? Baseball. Oh. A sports sportsy. A, yeah. a sporty? A jock. That's what they call themselves, not a sporty. A sporty? Yeah, sporty. <laughs> Chris is a sporty growing up. So me being the dummy that I am, I saw the name of the game, 
And I said, all right, I really got to get this crash course in what's going on here. And I went and me and Kaylee through the last week or so watched like the first 10 episodes of the series real quick. Did you watch it on DCU? Yes, I did. Uh, is it the I I want to say they put the 4K remaster on there, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, I was. They did that halfway through my uh, rewatch of the whole series. So half of the show I watched was you know old, and then half the other half was just glorious HD. But you got to experience Batman Beyond the first time in HD. But I guess growing up, it kind of felt HD to us. Like we didn't have anything better. No. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. Um, not having finished Batman the Animated Series, because I have to watch so many things for this, I I didn't feel like I was lost or anything. You, know, you could just jump right in. I mean, essentially, all you need to know is that Bruce Wayne used to be Batman, and now he's an old fart. Yeah, and he's... And this is... that uh, The animated Batman is also the worst person. Yeah, he's just a bad guy. Yeah. Awesome though, like the Batman the Animated Series is the best cartoon of all time. Oh yeah, easily. Like it holds up too. Like the episodes are brilliant. Like, if, but you know, Bruce Wayne also steals yeah. his uh his son's girlfriend. Yeah, he's a he's not a a nice person. But yeah, like it it the thing with Batman the Animated Series uh, a little less the Batman Beyond uh it holds up so well just like because every episode is like a masterclass. Every episode's yeah. a banger. And then you watch something like Spider-Man or the X-Men 90 show, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh my god. Every other show did not hold up. I was very upset when I when I rewatched them in like high school. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. And then I watched all the DC ones. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I like all the Marvel ones for the nostalgia factor, but it's still a lot of that every episode stands by itself. It's and not it's as kind smart. of That's it. And I like all the continuity that you get into DC stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The Bruce, the Timverse, Bruce Tim. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of those comic, those uh, comic cartoons from DC were really. Um, they're a lot smarter than they needed to be. Yeah, like they had a lot of like big things going on in them, especially Justice League with like Justice League Unlimited, where they pretty much did Watchmen, but better than Watchmen about global superpowers and things like that. And you're like, oh wait. I just watched The Watchmen, but uh, nobody sucked. So good on you, Bruce Tim. But now, but I'll I'll put a caveat in there. Please stop. Please stop, Bruce Tim. Please stop. Uh, Unless you want to do more stuff with Starboy. Yeah, sorry, oh, I dropped my mic. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so you messaged me the other day about the Mister Freeze episode. Had you watched um, Heart of Ice? I had, that was one of the ones that Chris Sims told me I had to watch. So I did. Yes. So you watched that one and then you watched the future Mr. Freeze episode. I mean, I hadn't rewatched heart of ice or anything, but it, I feel like it hasn't been too long. So I I still remember it well enough. I I think that's one of the shows. I, that episode is what I rewatched the most. I love that episode. I love Mr. Freeze though, so it's it's um I'm kind of biased. Yeah, Mr. Freeze yeah, is pretty I, great. I really do love Mr. Freeze. Even like even the jokes are great. Like I'm fine with him being a joke, but I also love him as a character. Um, so ha- having him be in Batman Beyond was really cool. But 
Uh, we are here to talk about the return of the Joker. Did Return of the Joker come after the series had ended? That's the way it looked to me. I haven't finished the series, mm-hmm. obviously, but everything from my research yeah. looked All that like matters this is the it end. Takes place before the epilogue yeah. in Justice League. I, yeah, I want to talk about that. Chris, how much Justice League have you watched? It has been years, but we did watch okay, all of it. Good. Have good. You, so need... you watched Unlimited as well? So you've seen yes. the epilogue? Yes. Uh, not well enough to remember it, or not recently yeah. enough to remember it. Uh, but I have seen the it. The fact that Batman Beyond is in Justice League Unlimited for the epilogue is one of the coolest episodes ever because it reveals something like, like you thought Batman in the Timverse was kind of a shitty dude, but then... Um, it takes a tenfold to the fact that he has put his DNA in. No, he didn't do it. Did Amanda do it? Yeah, it was Amanda. Oh, oh, because she wanted to. Um, there was. Yeah, oh, Bruce didn't know. There always needs to be a Batman. So then, how did he find him? No, I can't remember. Uh, like, it just kind of happened. Hmm. Kind of worked out. Amanda Waller is one of the best characters in all of comics. I love her so much. She's so intimidating. Um, yeah, Batman Beyond. I really liked this movie. Um, I hadn't watched it probably in year, like years. I was never a huge Batman Beyond person after the original run. Like I don't, I don't go back and ever like have to rewatch it. Um, but it's, it's, it's a, it's. I don't want to say it's a groundbreaking series, but like that, the style of it. Um. Yeah, the, the style of it pretty much influenced that movie Blade Runner, didn't it? It was like Blade Runner was like, <laughs> "Oh, we want to be Batman Beyond," so that's why they made that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. of course. Because like all the neon lights and I love the theme song though, and the dancing, love it, love it. All the dancing. I hadn't watched it until this morning when I woke up and said, "Oh crap." There's a movie that this thing is this game is based on. I should probably have watched that. <laughs> I, now, so we hurried up and watched it while we ate breakfast. Do this we morning. want to address the big, big question of the movie? The Joker baby? No, 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 no. Did yes. the Joker bang Tim's wife? I I don't think that was the big question of the movie. I'll be honest with you. I didn't even that implication didn't even happen in my mind. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Lots of things. I don't think she knew he was the Joker. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> no one did. Not even Tim. Also, uh, do do we want to give a quick summary of the movie just so people know? Or yes, I think we should because this <laughs> is a pretty easy to summarize movie, which isn't to say it's bad at all. It's just really easy to summarize. Jake, you wanna you wanna summarize it? All right. So there's a there's a gang in the Batman Beyond universe called the Jokers, based off the Joker. With and a Z. Batman. Yeah, there's the Jokers. They have a Z. That makes them cool, hip, and cyberpunk. Yes, of course. And then uh somehow, some way, the original Joker is back in town doing stuff. And now uh turns out uh and then he's you know giving Batman runs for his money. Turns out the original Joker died after he uh kind of kidnapped a boy so i want to talk about that part so the joker 
had Batman basically was searching the entire city for Robin because he couldn't find him. Turns out the Joker had kidnapped him and was it Arkham was closed at this point? Yes. Um so Arkham's Arkham Asylum was closed down, so they go to um they go there and turns out the Joker has pretty much turned Tim Drake into his quote unquote son because he says Batman always has a bunch of kids lying around. He's always got extras. So it's he like he becomes he turns him into the Joker and Batman and the Joker kind of square off and Joker shows him this movie and it's basically like Batman you're just a little boy in a suit like you're a little bitch dude um, and then they're facing they're like fighting each other and uh, Tim Joker comes in and Joker gives him a gun to tell him to shoot Batman but then he shoots the Joker and so he's been Jokerized. Leslie Tompkins um, works over the next year to heal him in a way, but uh, turns out the uh, treatment did not take. So fast forward to Terry McGinnis's Batman um, in the future, who has been fighting the Jokers, which are now genetically modified as well. They talk about that, like they turned them into yeah, like, splicing. One of them spliced yeah. himself. Uh, so they're all cyberpunky. He's like a is he a hyena? Yeah, yeah, he's a hyena, um, and then so Joker is going to blow something up or something or other, and is it that he kidnapped Tim Drake? Terry thinks. Uh, no, he thinks that uh, Tim's working for him, mm. and at one like when he first he he suspects like another guy in, who's um who is next in line to be the CEO of uh, Wayne Powers, which is you know Wayne Industries with another company, you know, mergers and stuff. And Bruce decided to come back and that guy was angry. So he actually hired the Jokers to do something. And, and then they kill him. And then they try to kill him. And then, you know, big laser beam from space almost blows up his yacht, you know, stuff like that. And then, you know, Tim, uh, Terry goes, Hmm, I'm going to check on Tim again. Uh, then Tim becomes a hologram. And then, you know, he's like, then Joker's like, yeah, uh, Mr. Drake works for me. And then, you know. It's a real good Joker, Jake. Yep. <laughs> um, so then, turns out, Tim Drake is the Joker. Because um, he's got a microchip with yep, DNA uh, in it. Yeah, so he, uh, basically, it's not like Two-Face, like, they both don't share the same body. They switch. So if Tim Drake is there... The Joker's not. If the Joker's there, Tim Drake's not. So they flip flop. Um, he basically gets the best of Terry and shocks him because he's like, "Oh wait, you're not actually a bad guy, J.K. You are." Um, and then they get into a big battle. Basically, they save Tim, and you know, happy ending mostly because um, Tim's still pretty fucked up. Yeah. Chris, you got anything to add? Do you have any, uh, we probably miss some stuff. We always do. It's part of the And charm. then Batman comes in and says, oh, Terry, you were right all along. And everybody lives happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Nothing bad happens after that. Nope, never. Nothing. Not at all. Unless you're Terry McGinnis and you find out that Bruce Wayne's actually your dad. 
That's my dad. Wait, is that uh, a thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's what the blog's about. Yeah. I need to go so watch Amanda that again. Waller, yeah, Amanda Waller changed the DNA. Whose DNA? She His opened dad. somebody's DNA. Changed. <laughs> God damn it. She changed his dad's DNA, so he put a Bruce Wayne baby yeah, in. Because they were having trouble conceiving. So he went yeah. to, you know. Oh, no, it was. No, it wasn't. Um, They weren't having trouble conceiving. He just had a, like a routine, uh, you check know. Checkup. Checkup. Amanda Waller is. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Amanda Waller is. Um, but, but. This, does, this only changes certain parts of uh, his dad. And then compared to, so he doesn't like become more Bruce Wayne, like Tim becomes more Joker. He also gets capped early in the show, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Bruce Wayne is Terry's quote unquote father. So it changes a lot of things when you realize like, oh, he's a really good Batman. He's like kind of acting like Bruce's son. Because he is. Yeah. You know, Batman stuff. Yeah, Batman meets future. And the comics... The comics follow more of the comic universe logic. Like, Damien is there and stuff like that. But at this point, there wasn't a lot of characters that exist in the Batman circle right now. Or they weren't relevant to the show. So they're not... They don't really have any effect on the future. Yeah, we don't know what happened to uh, to my knowledge. We don't know what happened to Jason Todd. I don't think Jason Todd yeah, existed. But they don't. I don't know if they can. They're going after. I mean, I know some of it deals with that universe, but uh, some of it deals with another universe. It's very a lot. Yeah. We actually interviewed the colorist on the current Batman Beyond book this week. It's very fun. Very nice guy. Yeah, Chris. Sorry, we're we're, we're talking over here in your own podcast. Oh, what you got? Fine. What I've been kicked about? off my own What's podcast before. I have. Really? Oh, cool. <laughs> All right, um, oh, cool. Jake. Can you do the intro for Super Sons? We'll just make this an episode. <laughs> we, we did something, so we should just use it. Yeah. No. So I purposely um didn't read any of the comics with this. I just wanted to watch the watch the yeah. show and the movie. And despite the fact that I probably would have screwed up and watched the movie first if I had realized earlier that it was this game is based on a movie and not on the TV show as a whole. I'm really glad I watched the TV show first. So I got more of that background of what's going on because the movie is Mm -hmm. essentially a giant episode of the TV show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do a little bit of. um background work for you so like when bruce wayne's introduced he comes out of the shadows and they tell you that uh barbara gordon uh commissioner gordon's daughter becomes the police commissioner for the city which i that i've always loved i love that kind of progression that she stopped being a superhero and um just did what her father did because gordon was um the pinnacle of what a good cop is um like he tried to stop all the bad stuff in gotham but yeah, she doesn't have a mustache though, which would be yeah. cool. That's why she's the inferior Commissioner Gordon. She doesn't have a mustache. I really like the amount of background work that they did too, because you've got people obviously who are mm-hmm. going to have watched the cartoon. You don't get all that background shoved down your throat and 
time essentially wasted hearing things that you already know, but there's enough to where you can just jump into this movie without having seen anything else and pick up on things pretty quickly. Yeah, like I love that they kept it as the um the season the was the Adventures of Batman and Robin animation style when they do the flashback to um Robin and Batgirl and all of that stuff that happened in the past. Which is interesting because I don't I don't know if this all goes together, but what where in the timeline does this place take place with Justice League? Because Dick, you don't see in Justice League, you don't see Batgirl in Justice League. You see Dick in Justice League once. Where? Justice League Unlimited. Oh yeah, but like you don't see Batman and them interacting. Like Batman's by himself. Because yeah. after this, they said that Batman pushed everyone away because he didn't want to hurt anyone again. Um, which is super interesting because he's sort of like that a lot in Justice League. He, he gets better, but initially he doesn't even want to join the Justice League because he's like, I, I don't, this isn't my thing. Um, they kind of, uh, I think it takes place after that because after Justice League, because oh. um, in Static Shock. Yeah, and Joker exists. They actually say that uh, Tim's with the Titans. Oh. I mean, not Man. for long. <laughs> Whoops. <clears throat> yeah, I, I like Batman Beyond a lot. I I actually really enjoyed this movie. It's no Mask of Phantasm, um, but it's actually really good. Also, Mark Hamill is the Joker in this as well, so you can't go wrong there. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you've got Mark Hamill in it. That Oh, that's another thing, too. You've got a lot of the same voice actors from Batman in the animated series picking up their roles. So you still got Kevin Conroy being Batman. You've still got Mark Hamill being Joker. Just that continuity there is something that I really appreciate. Yeah. The the Tim verse before recently was just oh the new the new Justice League was actually really good, the movie. Um but yeah, it's it's like a it was doing the universe thing before it was like a in the movies. And I, I just I like that universe a lot more than um any movie universe so far. Yeah. Except the Oscar award-winning Suicide Squad. What a great film. <laughs> Oscar award-winning. Like how quiet yeah. you got. We're going to let that one sink in while we play some promos for a few other shows. Join us on A Better Night's Sleep, the podcast that provides sleep tips, information on sleep disorders, and evidence-based treatment. We'll talk with leading experts in sleep and sleep disorders. Although we made this for the military community, everyone can use a better night's sleep. Hi, my name is Luke, and I was asked by Dan to specifically make an advertisement for Assault on Camelot Eternal, Operation Gareth. Because he and his brother Jake are in this podcast, along with Chris Edelman and Gwynpool, not someone pretending to be Gwenpool, but actual Gwenpool because weird continuity things happened and reality is broken? I mean, have you seen how things are in the world right now? How can you explain this beyond reality being broken and this is just a test? A test by God who has abandoned this world of monitors and anti-monitors. Death is coming for us all. Remember when I sang the Dragon Ball Z theme song on the show? If you haven't, you should listen to that episode. Exiled Podcast, a weekly podcast. Look up Operation Gareth. 
as part of the Assault on Camelot Eternal series. It's got Iron Brew. It has Gwynpool. It's got a lot of other stuff. It's getting, getting, getting kind of heavy. Getting, getting, getting kind of heavy. Those are some great episodes you should check out. But first, let's finish up with this one. <laughs> so we're coming off this amazing <laughs> movie off of a pretty good cartoon based on an amazing cartoon. And there's a game. So, I mean, you'd think this is going to be a good game, right? I actually have a story about this game. <laughs> um, so way back when in the land of your when Blockbuster was still around, um, I would I would go oh, to my oh, father's God. every other weekend and I'd probably rent a game or something to play while I was there. So I specifically remember not seeing the movie yet, but picking the game up to play. Um and I remember going back to his house and playing it like for like five minutes. And I was like, no, I'm good. I don't like this. I wanted to play as Batman. I didn't I didn't want to scroll left and right like I was playing Fates of uh Fatal Fury. Don't what it is, Fatal Fury with the two people fighting on the streets. Don't want me to do that. Mm. I'm not a doctor. But yeah, I, I <laughs> Yeah, I wasted my weekend blockbuster rental on this, so um, I think about it a lot, actually, like the progression of what a Batman game was and what a Batman game is. So you're saying this did not make you feel <laughs> oh, like Batman. That was faint enough. Can't hear it. Um, it had to be said. Yeah. No, it did not. Had to be said. Feel like Batman. No, 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 no. But I, I they didn't have the capacity yet to make a full Batman game like they have now. Um, the genre defying Arkham Asylum, like, yeah, that makes you feel like Batman. Yeah. All right. All right. Donkey, calm down. Are you saying <laughs> that does. Batman, the movie for NES is not a good <laughs> Batman game? Oh, what was the one on Sega Genesis? Um, I want to say Batman, Batman forever. I had that one. That one was terrible too. Oh yes, it was. Um, but I also, what was it? Batman and Robin on the PS one. Was it on PS one? Yeah. That one, that one oh. felt more like a Batman game and it came out around the same. No, it came out before it had to come out before because this didn't come out till 2000 something. That one had more of the Batman feel like you could get into the Batmobile. You could explore the Batcave. You could go to the city. Um, that was more of a Batman game than this. This is just a pretty much, I don't know what the genre is called, but it's a glorified side scroller where you can, um, you can walk. Yeah. Beat them up. You can walk. It's a beat them up. It's a beat them up with a little bit of a platforming. Yeah. You can walk left and right, really but you can also walk up and down. So like, Ooh, that is one good yeah, thing I, that they I, really did in this one. Uh, back in 2000, you mm -hmm. still had a lot of people trying to make 3D games with the emphasis on trying because they hadn't figured it out yet. Batman Beyond was sticking with that 2.5D. So, I mean, you could go up and down the screen, but you weren't getting a full 3D thing. You just had a 2D sprite in a kind of 3D environment, which works a lot better than I just explained it. But it also came yeah. in the worst generation, hands down, for making a game for different consoles because you had the N64 
still with their carts and their limited memory and stuff Mm -hmm. and the ps1 where you could have a whole cd's worth of information which is a ton yeah and this these game this game isn't long but uh the n64 one is half of the length of the playstation one which is nuts especially because one's an hour one's 30 minutes and i don't how long i just don't know what they were thinking with a lot of this i mean this came at the time where there was a video game for every single movie that came out which was you got things like this but then you got things like shrek 2 or spider-man 2 we actually played the, the hell out of those shrek games no, I know. I'm I'm not talking. I'm legitimately saying Shrek 2 is one of the best movie tying games of all time, which was also a semi beat em up as well. But it was awesome. This was one of the ones that was kind of like a quick cash grab, like a, a, a most yeah. of them. Um, it, they didn't even take time to draw all the characters. Yeah, like the there was like interlude dialogue that was just kind of like shadow people. I was like, what the, what the heck? And then the there heck? was like half-assed versions of all the characters. Mm-hmm. At this point, they could have put in cutscenes as well. Yeah, but um, also, I want to talk about the weapons. <laughs> One specifically. The shield hands? No, no, no. I want to talk about the staff. Because it looks like he just taped two, battle, two big bright red battle axes together. And it's like, this is a staff. Uh, Jake, it's the future. They don't have tape. He probably used like some weird neon pink glue. Elmer's? Yes, he used. <laughs> he used the Lux Elmer's glue from the future. <laughs> he had Elmer's glue that was colored. Oh, no, but people make glue colored now. They make all that slime stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're talking about slime now. You want to get into slime, Jake? You want to like watch YouTubes and like make YouTube videos where yes. we make slime? We're done. We're done. We're yeah. done podcasting. <laughs> we're out. We're out. We've, we're slime guys now. Bye, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, you've inspired us. <laughs> I'm quitting my job right now, becoming a slime guy. But, but also they didn't even call. They called. They didn't even like put in batarangs. They're like, oh, look at this bat disc. <laughs> Wait, no. Doesn't he have bat discs? So like he shoots them out of his hands, like. You know, he shoots batarangs in the, in the show. How does he fit a fully formed batarang into his arm? Um, I don't know. But how? Do, where, where does he put all of the like big giant letters that he gets out of trash cans in this? In his mouth? How do we put it in his pocket? Like a squirrel. Like he just fills Not his like cheeks. like utility belt pockets, but like a pocket. Does the bat, does his bat suit have pockets? He uses uh, <laughs> his people pocket present pocket <laughs> this whole game to me uh, just screams like somebody's kid watched the show and explained it to one of their friends who explained it to one of their friends who explained it to one of their friends who told their parents about it and one of their parents went to make the game yeah like half of like a big chunk of the movie isn't even in there like it jumps from Oh, Bruce is in the hospital too. Oh, Tim Drake's a hologram. 
And it's just weird because I've looked at movie tie-in games and TV show tie-in games before where it doesn't really follow. But this one kind of halfway does. And it's like they couldn't make up their mind whether they wanted to follow the movie or not. Yeah, I mean, you get the, the some video game tie-ins. Yeah, oh, it, I like your analogy of like of going through the telephone line and eventually um, getting to... No. Getting to like a CEO or something, and be like, ah, oh, we'll make a game, whatever. But yeah, it's it's like not. I think the cool thing is, um, I was going to say there was a the fact that they had different suits is kind of cool. Like having the ability to switch is nice. Yeah, it looks like the I like the ability to change suits in the game. That's an interesting thing. So you can have different abilities for each. Um, they're not drastically different looking. But you get different abilities, which is cool. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, how in Devil May Cry, you can change fighting styles as well as weapons. Yeah, it's like that. But like, I wish something with superhero games, especially, is if there aren't extra suits, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Um, I just love the ability to change your costume. Like with Arkham Knight, there's so many. Yeah, I know. If I pick up a Spider-Man game and I can't play Spider-Man 2099, I'm not playing it. Oh, yeah. And Spider-Man PS4 had all of them. Yeah. Except for Dusk. But, Didn't have Dusk. Yeah, no Dusk. Yeah, but this one had the ability to change so you can have different abilities and stuff. But it <clears throat> it was a cash grab. I really feel like it was just a cash grab. That's all it is. Yeah, especially because the suits didn't really make that much of a difference when I was playing yeah maybe i just play weird yeah i don't know it's certainly possible maybe you do um i did read i did read somebody talking about how they hated the shield hands because it was like a game breaking move that you could just keep spamming over and over just to win all the levels um it's it's also i think about this a lot is that games back in the day didn't get updates like you couldn't update the game game and fix things so whatever you put out was your final product like today you wouldn't even know like they balance characters I mean, they change you get stuff away with all that, that less with uh, single player games like you gotta have a good solid game on release or you're gonna have like something yeah. like uh mass effect andromeda like i didn't get to play that Wolf. until after all of the uh after uh, everything was fixed granted it's still like shit Yeah. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It's it. It was just a beat 'em up. It felt more like an arcade game than a game I would pay sixty dollars to play. Yeah. Which is which is fine. Like that's how it used. It's hard to play something like this now, and be like, oh, okay. I would never buy this today, but like. Back then, I didn't really have a ton of options of Batman games, so yeah, I, I might have picked it up. I did. I mean, I, I I literally picked it up to rent. Didn't buy it though. Plus, even if you are looking at it today, you can always get a used copy for pretty cheap. Yeah, it, it's got to be super cheap. And it was five pennies. I don't know anywhere where you can buy things for five pennies. 
I mean, if they're shiny enough, you can buy anything. If you're also if you're forceful enough, <laughs> just keep slamming the pennies down on the the, the counter. Yeah, sell me this. Fear and uh, intimidation <laughs> is very important in video game buying. I mean, if you just want the loose disc on PlayStation, it's like eight bucks. See, yeah, that is uh, that's actually kind of expensive because I once bought uh, a PS3 game just the disc and it was only four dollars what did you it's like twenty dollars on um the ebay the ebay it's like a relic like oh no it's the just the disc is nine oh now i'm gonna get stuck in the ebay hole yeah i mean we're talking like 20 bucks for just the cart if you want the 64 one which like i said is half of the length of the other one yeah i will go as far to say don't don't spend don't spend eight dollars um just watch the movie yeah just watch you the really movie should. or get arkham any of them they're probably just as much you can probably get arkham asylum for ten dollars max So looking specifically at its connection to the movie and just the series as a whole, what do you think this game really gets right? It stars Batman. It has the shield hands. <laughs> yeah, Batman's shield hands are a very big um, part yeah, of Yeah, it was his... like that, uh, that movie, uh, uh, Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm, when Batman uses the shield hands to beat Thanos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very important that they put that in the game. Yes. Um. They. Oh, the music. That's it. The music. That is the best part. Yeah. It has the synth synthy vibes. Um. Chill. Chill beats to be Batman too is what the playlist is actually called. Uh, yeah, the, the music. I think the music in Batman Beyond is a really important part of it because it was so different from everything that was on TV. That industrial synth stuff. And it went on to inspire Hans Zimmer's soundtrack for um, Blade Runner two thousand forty nine. This this specific one, the the PlayStation one version of Batman Beyond Return of the Joker video game is what inspired Hans Zimmer. Yeah. He's he said it he said it in like at least four interviews that I've had with him in my head. On the view. Yeah, we went on the view together. Yeah. And surprisingly enough, like if you look at the Game Boy version when you actually have these little cutscenes of Joker, it's Joker from the movie. So that's good. Yeah, at least at least they kept that. Bit. Sometimes. There was that one time where he's on the screen and he looks really bad and his instead of like that rich black color he has this uh, little outfit. It's like a big purple and his face is drawn a little weird. And what do you think this game really gets wrong? Uh, yeah. Nunchucks. What? Oh yeah, one of the suits has nunchucks, doesn't it? Yeah, Jake's weird spear. Um, it's two, it's two battle axes glued together with Elmer's glue. 
Yeah, I, I don't love bat weapons. Like I they're cool to look at for a single issue maybe, but I think it should have been more um combo based. Like it should have been more uh Batman Rise of Shinzu than um like a weird battle axe monstrosity. Like for Batman it's about the gadgets, not about um what kind of axe he can swing at you. Yeah, this whole game just felt close to me. It's like going to a dollar store, seeing a little Batman action figure in a bag that has all the Avengers at the top. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I mean, it it it, it did what it set out to do. It, it followed the story. It just left out couple bits and didn't really have any of the nuance or anything but you can't expect it to like i think if you're looking if you watch the batman movie and you're like i really need to pick up a game to play especially when you're young like kids would love like kids would enjoy this more um having that ability is nice so it's close enough that if like someone had just watched the movie and they wanted to play the game they could like it wouldn't I wouldn't play the game before the movie, but vice versa, sure. I mean, if you had somebody who just wanted to get into Batman Beyond in general, would you give them this game as a bit of a primer course, knowing that this no. is the only no. game there no. is? No. 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 Wait, this isn't the only game Batman Beyond ever had? I'm pretty sure. Wow. Which is wild, because it's such a... Another thing we didn't talk about in the beginning um, is that this was an original thing. Um, it it didn't come from the comics at all, and then Spider Man tried it and it was terrible. But yeah, well, that uh, was actually supposed. To, it, that series was actually originally planned to be like a twenty ninety nine thing, but something happened. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do it. Yeah, you're right. There is no other Batman Beyond game. You can play as him in other games, but he's not in his own title. Wow, huh? I guess if someone really wanted to get into Batman Beyond, I would have to give them this. Or they could just play one of the Arkham games where you can dress up as Batman Beyond. And it's the suit that really doesn't look right. Yeah, it looks too, like, muscular. And it has, like, the chin strap. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would just tell them to watch the movie or read the watch the show. Yeah, I feel like that's really being the theme with these movie tie-in games is just go watch the movie because none of them have really been. The movie tie-in games especially, none of them have really been good. Some of the show tie-in games have been pretty good, but the movie ones are just falling flat. I mean, you you couldn't really go very wrong with like a Spider-Man movie tie-in game because any way you look at it, you're going to play a game where you're swinging around with Spider-Man. That's always fun. But yeah, that's the- uh, Spider-Man Three for the PS2, uh, you can go very wrong with because there's no open world swinging. But that's a travesty. Um, Forgot about that one. Yeah, Spider-Man Two is like what made me want more video game movies. But yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're looking to play anything with Batman Beyond, just get his costume in Arkham City or Arkham Knight, and then you're good to go. You're ready to rock and roll. Cooking with fire. 
Well, Dan and Jake, it's been great having you on. If people like hearing from you, where else can they find you around the internet? Um, you can find me. Well, you can find us, Super Sons, uh, on any of the major podcasting um, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us on Twitter at DC Super Sons. You can find us on Instagram at Super Sons Pod, and you can find our website at supersonspod.com. You can find me at Dan the McMahon on the Twitter. My handle, yeah, that's my handle. My name is Gossip Girl. Um, you'll probably see me shit posting about um, e- it's either going to be DC Comics or X Men or um weird things at 2 a.m that i'm watching that i want to talk about like the other night it was signs so and jake yeah you really can't find me i i'll occasionally uh <laughs> occasionally i'll put like signs everywhere and like the on an interstate highway be like go this way detour you know <laughs> Uh, no, I, I are you saying you put signs out to make people go the wrong way when they're driving? Maybe <laughs> you're gonna plead the fifth on that one. Uh, don't worry about it. And no, most um, importantly, for you guys, what is your favorite sandwich? Oh, oh, shit, you turned it on us. Oh man, I feel so exposed. So anyone who doesn't listen to our show, every interview we've done so far, we ask them what their favorite sandwich is. Oh, man. I know mine. So in Madison, New Jersey, there is a uh, a sub place called Fratelli's. And in college, I would go there every Saturday um, and I would get they used to have a sandwich called the um, the Texas Melt. Didn't you work there semi briefly? Yes. So I worked there for a summer. Um, But I changed it. So it is chicken cutlets i added to it and made it a monstrosity and they ended up other people started getting the sandwich and they started calling it after my nickname big daddy so it was chicken cutlets cheddar cheese fresh mozzarella cheese um ranch and barbecue sauce but if you wanted it extreme you could get it on garlic bread um it was a lot it was a it soaked up all the alcohol in my body. So you needed a monstrosity sandwich to handle the monstrosity that I was. Yeah. Jake, what's your favorite? Do you even eat sandwiches? I'll eat like a chicken sandwich every now and then. That's about it. Huh. Um, uh, Jake is not a... Um, Jake is a... He likes what he likes. Yep. Well, I mean... Dan, your sandwich sounds amazing enough for like five sandwiches, so I think we're okay there. Yeah, I think it. I think it is enough technically for five sandwiches. I would definitely Unless get a box and bring some of that home. Mine's the garlic bread. No, I would totally get the garlic bread. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, you would need a nap afterwards. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the point? No, no, I mean like the garlic yeah. bread. Depending on how you cut it, it isn't gonna. It could give you five sandwiches, but they would be kind of small. Yeah, this was a big, this is a hearty sandwich. They made the breast, the breast, the best bread as well. Um, I love Fratelli's. I really do. I, I think about it all the time. Yeah, wow. I, I, didn't, was not, I was not expecting to have to answer that. Yeah. Um, oh, we have like a bunch of cool stuff coming up. We've almost made it to a year of doing something, um, which is a long time for Jake and I. We have our Watchmen episode coming out this week, 
Um, then we have an interview with Chris Sotomayor, um, the colorist from the current Batman Beyond comic series. Um, and then um, we have our anniversary episode. And then um, we're going to try to do some cool crisis stuff, but um, you never know with us. Yeah, so keep on the lookout on our our Twitter and stuff like that, because we will be posting. Um, we will be having a lot of crisis stuff that I don't want to talk about yet. Um, but yeah, Jake and I are uh, monsters. We're monsters. Well, you'll see. It's going to be fun. But yeah. Yeah. We're, all we want to do is make DC Comics more accessible for everyone. Um, we're a little bit less negative in our own show. Um, we just got a, a bad game to talk about. Man, I this I'm watching a video of the Batman Beyond suit in Arkham Knight, and I, it's not it's not bad, but it looks like a prototype. Yeah, it's it's interesting. But yeah, Chris, it's always a pleasure um, chatting with you. Thank you for having us on the show. Thank you for coming on for such it's a very fun. wonderful example of horribleness. um yeah and you can catch us uh catch us on our show same bad time same bad channel we'll have links to all that down in the show notes and as always if you want to catch me on all the social medias you can head on over to twitter at play comics cast sneak over to the facebook group at playcomics.com slash facebook group and let the magic of redirects do their thing you can also head on over to the merch store and buy some things with the Play Comics logos on it, or you can go over to Patreon and give me money, which will get you access to behind-the-scenes feed, and I am just finishing up the first round of blooper reels, which will be going up there. Just a dollar a month gets you access to those, and then, you know, more gets you more things. But a dollar a month really gets you access to extra audio. That's always cool. Don't forget that Play Comics is part of the Gunna Geek Network, home to such wonderful shows as All Things Good and Nerdy, where each week the crew over there runs down the latest in geeky and nerdy news, tossing the occasional game, and eventually it all adds up to a one wacky weekend morning show with your hosts Chris, Naki, Anthony, and Willie. And if you like the music that we're rudely talking on top of right now, head on over to soundcloud.com slash best-day to check out Best Day's music. But best of all, just grab a game that's hopefully something else, or I can't believe I'm going to say this, the Game Boy version. Grab a stack of comics and go find yourself a new favorite character. Bah. We did a thing. We didn't even talk about, we didn't talk about Ace the Bat Hound. It wasn't in the game. This is sad. He was in the movie, though. I'm still recording at the local end. Okay. You know what the best part of this is? The entire movie, I think. Hmm. Ace the Bat Hound. Yeah, I I love Ace. Oh, yeah. Ace is great. All the different wow. versions of Ace. There's the Bull Mastiff. There's the German Shepherd. And there's this, the Great Dane. I love Doggos. Doggos are great. And I love when the, he can use the dog to help him beat enemies because, man, you know if your dog loves you enough to run up and bite some silly clown in the face that your dog really loves you. Yeah, the dog messes up the Joker. Yeah, well, that dog was out for revenge. Yeah, that dog, the bad man hurt Batman. He also hurt Ace. Yeah. I thought the whole time that he was just bringing Ace 
just to kind of sniff him out and oh, okay this is tim maybe try to bring <laughs> tim back as he no, recognizes the dog no. oh how wrong i was yeah ace has some great adventures in the show too i haven't gotten far enough to see any of them yet just wait till you get to the ace episode 